reading from the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antyalila, text 130. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Emata Sarvabhoma Shatar Shloka Kari Stuta Kari Chaitanya Pada Padmadari in this way, Sarvabhoma composed 100 verses as he glorified Lord Chaitanya while holding his lotus feet. Okay. Omigana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Chaksur Unmalatamnyena, Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubyas Cha Kripa Sindhu Baye Bacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namonama Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Sivas Adigor Bhaktavinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, greetings from New Jersey. I guess at least here, it's nice to see that um, the COVID restrictions are um, lessening. Yesterday at uh, Gopiki Shore and Jai Shri Radhe, small, still small, but we kind of revived a little bit of the Panihati festival that I used to have every year in upstate New York. And I guess I'll I'll be talking about that at eleven o'clock. But uh, it was wonderful, Pisadam. Yeah. Um. So we're at this story with Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, who's a great scholar and log logician, and we can't even fathom the character and depth and how learned these personalities were. But Lord Shaitanya is going to deliver him. And this is one of the main people in which Lord Shaitanya personally 
brought to Krishna consciousness. And it's a very, very interesting example of, of Lord Chaitanya and his preaching. Prithiviti Achiyati Nagarati Gram, his holy name spread in every town and village. But, and in his personal strategy and preaching, he gave time to people of influence. Although he broke all barriers to spread Krishna consciousness um, in revolutionary ways and extending his mercy regardless of, of caste or, or gender or so many other limiting Upadis designations, knowing that Sarvapati Vinir Muktam, Tatparatwain and Amalan, the Bhakti is beyond these designations. Although he really showed and, 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 and exemplified the universal applicability of Krishna consciousness that is not limited by any material designation, in his plan to do that, he really, really focused on... Um, people of influence. Sanat and Rupa, the chief and home minister of a country, basically, Bengal was a country at that time. Their nephew, who was from that class, that status, and, and, and became the, the greatest Vaishnav scholar, Raghunath Das Goswami, the son of the richest man, in West Bengal, Gopal Bhatta, the, the son of the chief priest of the biggest temple in India, um, Prakasananda Saraswati, the head of the Mayavadis in the seat of, uh, of impersonalism, Varnasi, and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. And he made a plan to do so remember how expert his communication is, seeing the intelligence and abhiman or self-conception of the person. Communication is such an art. You not have to only do it according to the person's frame of reference, you have to do it according to the person's ego. So he feigned being his disciple and then in a humble way was able to present his own understanding, which far surpassed Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. And in that shock that Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya had, that this, that uh, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya gave nine explanations and he gave 64, it was a feat of God in that sense of, of humility he then demonstrated his form as Sadbuj, a combination of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ramachandra, Lord Ramachandra, and, 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 and Sri Krishna, showing him that this was not just a sannyasi. And remember, 
the first instruction he gave is that it was improper for him to take sannyas at such a young age and as a Vaishnav, avoid these designations that put one in the center. And, and, and force one to culturally accept respect when you want to when you want to offer all respects to others. And then Sarvabhama Bhattacharya was just stunned. He, he fainted. He couldn't contain that energy of love. The body just shuts off when you eat too much or when you have too much ecstasy. It, it can't, the body can't contain it. it. It has to shut off. But that's an ecstasy in, his, in itself that he, he, he faints. He faints in ecstasy. And when he awakens, the ecstasy, which is just churning in his heart, it has to be relieved. Emotions, to be healthy, have to be expressed. Just keeping them within ourselves without... That's why when someone is... I had a friend that, that, that uh, pretty good friend that, not a god brother, but a friend, um, contacted me with, with some distress he was undergoing of, undergoing where wife of 28 years left him and he had just, so I agreed to talk to him anytime. He's a good friend. He's done me favors. And he thanked me because you have to have an ear. You just can't stay with these emotions. They just consume one. You have to have someone to talk to and release them to, to just give one some sort of relief. And it's the same way with devotion. It's hard to be in ecstasy in the middle of the kirtan and just cross your legs and, and meditate. Um, so in bhakti, we, re, we, we release that emotion or we express that emotion, I should say, through kirtan. And, and one way of kirtan or glorification is, is prayers. We need prayers. We need things to, we need things actually to increase our emotion, but express them at the same time. So he, he began to offer a hundred prayers. And, and, and we saw this with Lord Chaitanya and the great scholar Keshava Kashmiri, who there was a, a challenge of scholars to Lord Chaitanya. And he was the top, he was Dig Vijay. Dig means the, directions, Vijay means one who conquered all the directions. So he composed a hundred verses as fast as the blowing of the wind. And this quality of one who can remember everything that is spoken to them, no matter how much it is, 
is called Shruti Dara. Dara means to hold, just like Dhanodhara, the holder of the bow. Shruti, uh, Venu Dara, the holder of the flute. Haladara, the holder of the club. Shridhara, the holder of Shri or beauty. Vamsidara, again, another type of flute. So there's so many words like this. Shrutidara means to hold by hearing, which is opposite of, in English, what they say, in one ear and out the other. It's in one ear and you remember it. And it's not just some kind of story. I, I believe there even may be people in India that have that Karma. Some people have better memories than others. And, and the nature of the, the, the mind, it can go on for birth after birth, like great musicians like Mozart or Beethoven. They were mus musicians life after life to come to an ability of, of Mozart where he can conceptualize a whole symphony at once in his head and then compose it. And we see sometimes there's child prodigies. I saw something on child prodigies. You know, and immediately they have all this talent. It's not because they developed it in this year, in, in, in their short couple of years. No, it, it, it's purva samskara. It's previous impressions and it builds up and builds up and builds up. So it's like that. With, with different talents and one is memory until one has just been scholar and scholar and scholar, life after life, suchinam, shrimatam, gehe, yoga, brashta, bhajayate. He's not brashta, he's not completed. So he gets born in a suitable situation. So Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya was able to compose 100 verses based on his realization and the emotion that was created within him. The realization, he, 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 saw, he saw God. And he was overwhelmed with that emotion. And, and, and that experience is a great impetus for creativity. When you see something and you want people to see the same thing, and then through your medium, whether it's writing or art, you can reproduce it due to your realization. So he saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he saw him with six arms. He saw him as God, he was overwhelmed with emotion and he had to express it, but, but out of not only express it, but communicate it. And therefore, Prabhupada said, the essence of realization is communication, the ability to reproduce something so people understand it according to their frame of reference, according to their ego, and to shape it, fitting the other person's mind perfectly. That takes a depth of realization, big gan, not just gan understanding, but big gan, realize understanding, not just understanding the truth, but seeing it. 
So he goes on, Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, in this ecstasy. Patita tarite se tomara avatar. Mushi patitera prabhu kara udhar. You've incarnated to deliver the fallen souls. Therefore, O oh Lord, please deliver this fallen soul. So there is a intent behind the prayers. He's glorifying the Supreme Lord. But understanding who that is, he desperately wants to engage in their service. So this is Buddha, Bhava, Ham Sarvasya Prabhavo, Matasarvam Bhavartate, Itti Bhutva Bhajanti, Buddha Bhava Samarbita. From that understanding, from that experience, develops this desire to serve. And that's actually the essence of bhakti. What is Raganuga bhakti? When you're purified in your consciousness and when you hear about Krishna and you hear about the associates of Krishna and you become attracted to how they're serving, then you want to have that service. You want to serve in the same way the the inspiration for, for service such an inspiration for service so and, and and then understanding god and understanding that i cannot qualify for that because it's not that cheap. But knowing that the object of your adoration is so great that it has the most wonderful quality of mercy, which means that the object of your adoration can extend oneself to you despite your qualification. If you Humbly acknowledge your need for the object of adoration. And as I quote many times in one of Prabhupada's purports, one of my famous statements, favorite statements is, Krishna is responsive. Yeyata mampapadyante tamstadaiva bhajamyaham mamavatvartu. Bandi karache more asesha bandane vidya dani kula toma janamu kemene. You have entangled me in unlimited bondage, which could be a good or bad thing, because sometimes bondage refers to what well, mostly it refers to being forced by our own desires to be connected to a false identity of enjoyer and controller separate from God. And those desires bind us to the modes of material nature and how with the modes of material nature, are there different shades of the 
There, there are different shades of matter that correspond with different desires. And if, you, if you're not in the mood of service to Krishna, then when you see those combinations, their potency in a combination of goodness, passion, and ignorance, their potency to make you think you're separate from Krishna, to make you think that you're the center rather than the servant of center, they act upon you. And that's what bondage is. You're chained by it. Even though you can't see the chain and you see you're free, you are chained by it. And we know this ourselves, how our attachments force us to do things despite our will. They force us to do things, but there's another type of bondage, the bondage of love. When the desires in your heart are to serve Krishna, then the object of your adoration forces you, <laughs> bounds you to serve. And therefore, when the gopis hear the, the benediction of being free from bondage, they become terrified because Bondage to them means ashlishiva pataratam panastumam adarshanam mamahatam karotuva. I am completely attacked. It doesn't matter what you do to me. You may make me brokenhearted by not being appear before me. You may crush me by your embrace. So you entangle me in unlimited bondage. How can I understand you when I am absorbed in knowledge, wealth, and high birth? So, so there are four key flavors of superiority and center, self-centeredness in the material world. Janma, a, a, a high birth, especially in, in a caste system in India. Janma, Aishvarya, the, the opulence. Shruta, knowledge, my, my, my Sanskrit, my MA, my PhD, Shribir, aristoc aristocracy and beauty. I am beautiful. My spouse is beautiful. And these things, these desires bound us to those Transfer, uh, tra transfer, uh, what is it called? Not transformation, but uh, yeah, transformations of the world. They bond us. I was joking yesterday, but it, it has. A, I uh, went to the program, and, and one person that came to my Puriatra lives in Jersey. I met him, he's a successful businessman. So he picked me up um, to drive me to the program in his new Porsche. <laughs> so, you know, you could ride a big car, ride in a big car or a Tesla or a Porsche or 
antique Rolls Royce and you ride it and and there's a sense it, it's so great the sense of superiority and when you have that sense of superiority how can you understand Krishna because the absolute truth is meant to be served and if you approach it in any other way automatically that consciousness covers you it's the consciousness that covers you from that. So he says, how can I understand you? When I am absorbed, I am so learned and by that learned, I have, I have money and by that money, I have caste, I'm Bhattacharya, that's a very high caste of uh, not only of Brahmins, I'm disqualified. My material qualifications become disqualifications if they intoxicate me in the material conception of superiority. That's why in the days of yore, when the great warriors and the great kshatriyas understood the, 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 my statement, destiny is a language of God, that the body is not going to be suited so much more than they would just walk to the West, walk to the North. And the first thing they do is what? They break their sword and they rip off their uniform because it's a new party. I'm the king and you got all these medals here. It's a new party. It's, it's a, a designation to the false ego. It's binding you to the false ego, which is I am superior. I am the controller. How? By my beauty, by my aristocracy, by my birth, by my learning. When Sanatan Goswami came <coughs> to Lord Chaitanya and he was so aristocratic and so learned my God, how learned the six Goswamis were before they came to Lord Chaitanya. And he says, I thought I was a learned man, but I do not know who I am. I do not know where I am coming from. I do not know where I am going. So he's, he needs mercy because he's, he's entangled in unlimited bondage by upadis, material designations that bind him to this conception of controller. Therefore, that main definition of bhakti is sarvapadi vanir muktam tatparatvena nirmalam rishikesha rishikena sevana bhakta uttama Uttama Bhakti, Sarvapati, all these things connected to the false ego that limit you, <laughs> that really restrict you. It's like my nationality now restricts me from moving to India. Your gender restricts you from certain things. That's why it's dangerous to become a guru because if it becomes a designation of superiority, you're doomed. 
I remember at the time after Prabhupada left and there were 11 sincere senior Vaishnavas who Prabhupada indicated they can take some responsibility and, and they had this service of, of guru and then other God brothers were becoming concerned. So there was one guru in Europe, he was getting bigger and bigger palaces and bigger and bigger seats. The seat was so high that I went to his guru puja, which was required when I visited him in Europe. The seat was up to this high. So we went to one scholar in Vrindavan, about six or seven of us, because we were so concerned. And we said, if he is attached to sitting on a big seat, will he fall? And the sadhu is very wise, said he has already fallen. He has already fallen. So Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, he gets this realization by the experience of God, it, 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 it makes you humble. I, I gave that example when I was preaching up in the Himalayas and I was leading a bus and the, we were driving down. And I always, when I was young, I had an image of mountains being high, but they were vast. They were vast. I, I just wanted to stop the bus and look at the Himalayas. And um, can't find the English word, revel or something within the, the beauty of the greatness of God and that humility of being small, which, which uncovers the false ego and allows one to feel that energy of connection with God. That's why in the Bhagavatam, the first step of God realization is the universal form where you connect the power of the material universe, which is just a spark of God's splendor, but you connect it to his form. And you try to remove this, this, this insidious sense of censorship and entitlement of a censored, not censored, centeredship, entitlement. The cloud that covers the connection of love and between us and God. So seeing God, he's feeling that now. And he's understanding clearly what are the things in my life that are designating me to the false ego. <clears throat> Of course, these things always have to be dealt with very carefully. Uttama Bhakti is giving up all <coughs> designations, <coughs> but nothing's artificial. We have to work through things. Ebi e kripa kara sharva jivanat aharnisha chitta mora ruhuka. Tomata, O Lord of all living entities, please now bestow your mercy on me so that my mind may remain fixed on you day and night. What is the goal of getting mercy? 
It's not to add things. It's to uncover who you are. Which is your nature. And which allows you to connect to God. And feel universal love in your heart. And what is the process of doing that? What is the process of yoga? How do you practice? Concentration over a period of time without interruption and in the right mood. And in bhakti, we focus on God. And by doing it, it's, it's like the energy of that connection. It dissipates the cloud of false ego that covers us from experiencing it fully. Concentration makes things more powerful. I gave the example of a magnifying glass and you want to burn a piece of paper. You have to concentrate. And if you can concentrate that heat, it's full potency awakened. So if you can concentrate on the divine, and that's why the path of bhakti, it, 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 it's the spiritual master devises the ways and means in which the disciple can focus his mind on Krishna. That's what how bhakti works. That's why meditation and japa is so important and service is so important. One way or another. And, and, you know, if you look at the Krishna consciousness movement, how, how brilliant Prabhupada was, he saw who was coming to the Krishna consciousness movement. People who are highly passionate from a sinful life that put so many samskaras, passionate samskaras. And he had a Sankirtan army, a preaching mission and got people who could not really sit down and be yogis get a very high level of absorption. Invoking also the mercy they required to be successful. There were casualties, but there was no other way to do it. Achintya, Agamya Prabhu Tomara Vihar Tumina Janale Janibhare Saktikar. Wow, you can really understand how brilliant Vrindavan Das Thakur is. Oh Lord, your pastimes are inconceivable and unfathomable. No one can know them unless you give one the power. So, how can you understand God without God's power? You can understand there is a God. But the nature of God, you need mercy. Because it's not a question of something being under. The generally way we understand things is by logic. And logic works on cause and effect. We, we, we observe something and there's a pattern and we, we project that pattern. So, but God is not under the laws of cause and effect. He moves by his will. So you can't expect that you can analyze things and understand God fully. 
because it's his nature. It's his will. It's not subject to his own laws. So you need mercy. And that's why whenever we speak, we offer prayers because it's not possible to come to the conclusion any other way. Of course, there's intelligence, but the Prabhupada described it, it's very subtle. It's intelligence in the service of Krishna, which empowers the intelligence to understand Krishna. But just the intelligence won't come to that conclusion. Pantastu koti satavatsara sampagamyo vayor atapi manaso munipungavanam. Pantastu koti, the path of thousands and thousands, by the millions of miles, by the speed of mind, you can't understand God. And I always make the point What a person is, is their love, which is only understood when they give it to a person who wants, who, who loves them. Otherwise, you never can understand anyone. Apane dharu brahma rupi nilachale vasiya achaha bojanera kutahale. As Lord Jagannath, the absolute truth appearing in wood, you reside in the lachula and relish palatable, palatable foodstuffs. So just a, a, a statement by Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya that he's realizing now he has seen God. And therefore, it's the same person that he has been taking darshan of impuri apana prasada kari apana bojana apane apana deki kara kandana you now eat your own remnants and cry when you see your own form so he's just understanding how difficult it is that this is god but he comes in the form of his own devotee to ex to to be complete in his enjoyment of love by experiencing that love and pleasure from the perspective of, of a devotee. So in our conception of the absolute truth, that God is not God without Chaitanya. God is not God. He's not the supreme enjoyer unless he tastes the pleasure of serving himself. This incredible concept, Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, how do you understand it by your logic, by your reason? He's understood it by his realization. This is God. And even though you're crying before God, you're crying before yourself, you're eating your own remnants, the remnants offered to God, you are God. Chana avatar, hidden avatar. I think I, I made the point last time that if you figure out the day of Lord Brahma, Krishna appears about 1138. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears shortly after that. So it's 11, 
38, 52nd, 11th, 30th, basically contemporary. And therefore, it, it, to be born in that minute, we're born in the minute that God is born in, or we're born in the same within five minutes or something of the life of Lord Brahma. Just look at that from a, a, a cosmic standpoint. Because we could, we could take birth in any minute of Lord Brahma. We're taking birth in, in the minute where Krishna appears and right after Lord Chaitanya appears, we appear a few seconds afterwards. And that is a karma. And therefore it says that the demigods are lining up to take birth at this time. And it's almost when I see our lives and, and we share our suffering. It's almost as if our mercy is that Krishna is giving us all our karma in one life. I uh, was helping this lady that was leaving the world I think I told this story, but she got cancer when she was 26. She suffered her whole life. She had a child out of wedlock. She's dying in Vrindavan, you know, and, and her, her daughter is, you know, in America. And she had a sadness about her. And I, I spoke to one Indian friend who is a great Vaishnava, works in the world but very exalted Vaishnava. And I was staying at his house in Delhi and he just gave me some kind of insight that he, think, he thinks that when I told her about this girl and why I was coming back to India in the summer, he said, I think when Krishna is merciful, he gives all one's karma in one life. I had a theory, I never heard it expressed that everybody's karma is perfect. <laughs> it's the experience you need in a lifetime to fully, to fully take shelter of the soul. So everyone's karma is perfect in that way, providing they can respond to that karma under the guidance of the Vaishnavas and Brahmins to extract the realization that Krishna is wanting to give you by the life that he's, the life he's designed for you, something like that. This is just what's called philosophical speculation, which is okay. You become intoxicated on seeing your own form. Therefore, oh Lord, who can understand your glories? Only you know yourself and only a person who is favored by you can also know you. That's just common human interaction. Only you know yourself, everyone, <laughs> hopefully, deeply, if you're honest. And only a person that you give yourself can know you.
Mushi chara tomara ve janimu kemene yati moha mani aja bhava deva gani. I am so insignificant. How can I know you when even the demigods headed by Brahma and Shiva are frustrated in their attempts to know you? You don't know someone by power. You only know someone by love. It's just a simple point. And it's the essence why the path of bhakti is the abhideya tattva, the means of realizing God. E mata aneka kariya kakuvad stuti kari sarvabhoma pai prasad. Having received the Lord's mercy, Sarvabhoma offered prayers with great humility in this way. Shuniyashad buja gorachan narayan hasi sarvabhoma prati baliya vachan. After hearing his prayers, the sixth armed Lord smiled and spoke to Sarvabhoma as follows. Now let's see how the Lord reacts to the prayers. Shuni Sarvabhoma, Tumi Amara Parshad, Eteke Dekila Tumi, E Shabba Shampada. Listen, Sarvabhoma, Boma, you are my associate, hence you are able to see my opulences. Tomara Nimite Mora Eta Agama. Aneka Kariya Achi Mora Aradhana. I have come here for your sake, for you have worshipped me profusely. It's serious business. I, I was just thinking in terms of my japa. You know, I really want the shelter Vrindavan soon to give me a little more of a boost. But I know a phenomena that Um, there's that Chinese proverb, I think I discussed it. If you're not moving forward, you'll move back. Like just someone is rowing a boat. If you're not rowing it, it'll go back by the current. That in our spiritual practices, will go forward by maintaining what we have. And that will bring us to a higher level, just like someone who is lifting weights. If he can do it every day, the same amount, he'll be qualified to lift more. So, this is the process. We just have to have our commitment and we have to keep our commitment, which will bring us to a different, a higher level of Adhikari and then keep commitment on that level. And then we'll move forward and we'll move forward and we'll move forward and we'll have realizations and we'll have experience. But the material world is surcharged with opposition to spiritual life. Prabhupada mentions that in the first canto, Sutta Goswami describes that. Prabhupada used the term surcharge with opposition. Therefore, we need the mercy of Guru and the Vaishnavas. 
but there's a certain determination required and, and we can get that determination by either hearing or suffering. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to make a little ashram in Govardhan and the person who's there, he wants this big refrigerator. He's building it for me. I said, I don't need a big refrigerator. That's not what I'm Govardhan for. <laughs> And then uh, in the next place, we're shifting the bathroom to the other side and making it bigger. I want my guests to be comfortable. And he's saving the little room he wants to put in a washing machine. I mean, it's not the life I want to live in Govardhan, but, but, I, but I, I tell him, I tell him that when you live in the Dom, you have to be purified. There's a force there. And if you don't self-impose by simplicity and austerity, it will come in other ways that are much more difficult, like sickness and, and, and legal. And, and some I've experienced, and I know that tattva. And that's what will be our lives. Either we can worship God profusely, or we can just be purified in other ways. Bhaktira Mahima Tumi Yateke Kahilai Hate Omara Bhada Santosh Karila. I have become greatly pleased on hearing your explanations of devotional service. Whatever you said is truth. How can anything else come from your mouth? That's faith. Lord Chaitanya actually had faith. Anyone who hears or recites the hundred verses you compose will certainly attain devotional services to me. Devotional. These verses will be renowned as Sarvabhoma Shatika. Do not tell anyone about the form I manifest before you. Keep it to yourself. Because why keep it to yourself? Because... People become critical when there's something that doesn't fit into their narrative. I just, this is what I'm experiencing in the world today. It's just a social commentary, a social observation, at least from the standpoint of here in America. But the world has become polarized and increasingly so. Um, And I'm witnessing this, this psychology that you can't have intellectual discussion because if you say something that is different from a person's narrative, they will assume, because there's no middle ground, they will assume that you reject everything that they say and accept fully the opposite side. That's the way the modern psychology works. 
So Lord Chaitanya is kind of concerned. If you tell people something different than their narrative, and this is a big one that I have a six on form, keep it to yourself. Because God forbid you say something different from people's narratives. They will criticize you. They will label you. It's just the way the world works. I order you to not disclose this as long as I remain in this world. Lord Nityananda is my second body. Serve his lotus feet with devotion. I declare that he is very grave and deep. One can know him only when I reveal him. After revealing this truth to Sarvabhoma, the Lord concealed his opulence. When Sarvabhoma recognized his Lord, he lost consciousness and became filled with transcendental happiness. One who hears these characteristics of Lord Chaitanya will cross the ocean of material existence and attain Lord Chaitanya's abode. One second. Okay, there's many more verses. After delivering Sarvabhoma in this way, the Lord began to enjoy kirtan pastimes in Nilachala. By constantly chanting and dancing in ecstasy, the Lord was so evolved, so absorbed in the mellows of love for Krishna that he did not know whether it was day or night. When the residents of Nilachala saw these wonderful pastimes, they also began to chant the names of Hari. They would say, here is the moving Jagannath. There is no one who is not bewildered on seeing the Lord. Okay, we're going to go into a different section. Jamunajaya, I like when you start off with something that you can share, that reflection. Yeah. Thank you, Maharaj. Wonderful class. I really loved it. I feel like I've got another button ready when you said, remove the sense of censorship as opposed to censorship. I'm glad you repeated it because the first time I thought you said censorship, but removing the sense of censorship is so key and the way you put it there was, you said it many times, but just made it so clear. So I, I'm very thankful. And the, the other thing real quick is when you said, we can get the determination by suffering or listening. I thought that was a really wonderful point. Oy vey. <laughs> Oy vey. Indeed. I saw my mother. She said, It's like, oh my God. Okay. Rajeshri, you also like to usually have some reflection. Yes. Thank you, Maharaj. So many wonderful points. And um, a few, many of them stuck with me, but one in particular, when you said that. Uh, our material qualifications become disqualifications if they feed our false ego, if they feed our feeling of superiority. Yeah. And, and then that, that to have that um, reflection, inner reflection, what things in my life make me feel that I am a boss, you know, that I am superior. So yeah. that's... I like that point, too. When I was mm. saying it, I said, yeah, this is interesting. Thank you, Rajeshri. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. 
Anybody else have any reflection they like to share, a point they like? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Missy. Missy, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, again, there were so many great points, but one of the last ones that I, I just wrote to myself because I think it needs to be a button too. You don't know someone by power, you know someone by love, I thought was so true. And again, just as what was said uh, with the material qualifications, how can you understand Krishna if you're absorbed with superiority? So I, those were some takeaways this morning. Thank Important you. Important points. Thank you. Good. Anybody else? Reflection or say hello? Hari Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Bhakti Devi. Hari Bo. Hari Bo. Uh, it was really a fabulous class. I really, there were just so many, many points. Um, but I just love the reminder that Bhakti is beyond all material designations and that the goal really is universal love in the heart. And it's something that we all need to remember all the time. It is. I am amazed that I could give class after what I ate yesterday. <laughs> it, was, it was so age inappropriate. <laughs> but I was hungry because it was like five o'clock. But it was, it was, they was, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I missed it. <laughs> It so was today shir- you'll fast. It was Shiradari. Shira I'll fast tomorrow, but it's Shiradari, uh, Shiradari Mahotsa, uh, chip rice. Chip mm. rice. But yeah, where she, she's there now. Sri Rupa made, uh, under the guidance of her cooking guru, which wasn't good, <laughs> Mediterranean shira, sweet, flat rice, not sweet rice, flat rice. So it was olives and different things. So it was it was good. And then I'm I'm still alive to tell the story. Okay. Well, you did a great job today. So well, I, did, I didn't eat <laughs> last night. I didn't eat. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Kota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Okay, Hari Bo. Hare Happy Ball. Father's Day. Happy Father's Thanks, Kota. Some other day we'll have that other program up there. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Um, yeah. Can you just let me know? I don't know if I heard you right. Did you say that Lord Chaitanya manifested his sadhu's form out of humility? Out of, humi- out of humility? No, no. Yeah, I, I knew I heard that wrong, but yeah, you I did. Heard, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, I didn't do it. Okay. And, and who was who was it that was Shrutidhar? Was it Digvijay Pandit? It was Keshava Kashmiri, the Acharya, the Nimbarkas, and one of their great scholars of all times. Oh, and but he is Digvijay Pandit, same person. What's that? What's he that? Is, he is Digvijay Pandit. Keshava yeah, he's Digvijay Pandit, yes. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay, anybody else? Oh, okay. You're at Govardhan again. Good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for the class. Thank you. Okay. Great to see you both. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you so much. Great. Anybody else? 
Hey, Christian Gamarant as well, Govinda. Thank you for a great class. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. I need some more of my books here. Okay. Sometime. We'll okay. Would you, Monday morning greetings? Yeah. Did you bring a box here? No. Uh, no, I mean, I could, I could br I'll bring one. Yeah, I need. I need. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much for class. Haribo. Good. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Very nice. I spoke to Lakshmi Moni, and she said uh, that yeah. Jagannath Priya now is joining the class again. So you see how things work out so nicely. Okay. Yes. Any Thank you so much. <laughs> Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Namasaki here. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Thank you for the class. It was Love wonderful. Here. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Srikandarika. Hi, Bo. We'll see you soon. <laughs> That's nice. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much. Nice Thank to you. See you. Very wonderful class. Thank you. Come and do when people are hearing enthusiastically. And I pray I will see you also in Govardhan soon. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Yeah, I hope to. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Isabel, thank you for class. Wow. Hare Krishna. Good to see Hare you. Hare Krishna. Again. Again. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hi, right, Krishna Maharaj. It's Don Keeley. Thank you for class. Hey, Don Keeley. Okay. Next time I come, I'll be able to see you or you're still. Uh, yeah, I could definitely come around at this point. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's great. That's okay. Thank great. you. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Thank you for, for the Mediterranean Chira. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else? Okay, I'm going to end and take my breakfast. Bunchakopa Trubyasha, Kripa Sindhu Bhaye Vichar.